a priest, his brother, and a married guy walk into a podcast to discover the deepest truths of our day. If you're a seeker of ancient wisdom, interdimensional museums, and the Baltimore Catechism, then this is not the show for you. You're listening to the Untitled Catholic Podcast. And it starts right now. Our live podcast mini episode number two for all of our listeners. Um, I wonder if people could tell the difference between me and my brother. So if you had to guess, Nolan, who's speaking right now? Oh, that's easy, Father Sean, because we've been talking about this uh, this this plant mini episode for, for weeks now. So clearly it's you. <laughs> By the way, you want to hear my confession <laughs> while we're here? I'm just kidding. Yeah, I know you, no one else is listening. I know, exactly. Can you do that via Google Hangout? That would be yeah. pretty cool. I don't know if that, that would be really cool. That would be cool. Not, you I mean, just tell cool. me, Nolan. It's fun. <laughs> I can tell you, my friends. You, you just can't do anything with them. I have to, I have to wallow it a little longer. That's right. <laughs> oh, man. Well, it's not Father Sean. It's just then sorry to just yeah this the, now we just lost a couple of listeners thanks a lot yeah it's all right whatever so, well, well when they when they hear about what we're talking about they're thinking we're gonna lose a couple anyway so that's right but before <laughs> before we get there two quick things number one without father sean it just took us 15 minutes to figure out how to stream <laughs> this number two uh we had a so and then I'm not going to spoil what happened because it'll be better coming from Father Sean. But right, we we were planning on doing a full on episode, and um, Sh- Father Sean had his own episode. Let's just say that. that Let, let's say that I was there to see that live as well. Um, but here we are, Nolan and I, mini episode number two or two point five, what? However, the, the new. Um, I think we keep. And what are, what are we going to be discussing? Keep it simple. Two point five. <laughs> right. Two point five seven nine or eight three two pound sign. <laughs> All right. So with that being said, Nolan, you thought of a good idea that I would like to have you introduce for our episode's purposes. Yeah. Well, at least I think it's a good idea. Like I said, we might scare some uh, listeners away. Um, half of our pace maybe but um I, I, as uh so these mini episodes you know we're, we're just gonna tackle one topic and, and that'll be that'll be the end of it just to kind of whet your appetite for um you know until the three of us can finally get together and do the next uh full-time episode but um as you may or may not know i am a big uh professional wrestling fan for better or for worse um it's uh, <laughs> I've I've always this been is a, a grown man admitting this. This is a grown man admitting this. I've it's yeah. I mean, when everyone else found out it was fake, they stopped watching, and I just watched it more and became more intrigued by it. So <laughs> <laughs> that's that's just me for you in a nutshell. But that's um, awesome. so so we got a couple big weekends coming up for um, all. Uh, 
all handful of, of huge Catholic wrestling fans around the world because we got Easter preceded by Palm Sunday, preceded by another huge day of the year, which is WrestleMania Sunday, and that's this Sunday. <laughs> so in honor of that, in honor of that, <laughs> I just feel like you're judging me along with all five listeners right now. No, so good, good thing your video doesn't work. So you can't really see me. Well, my video, my video doesn't work, but yours, you're choosing not to have yours work right now. <laughs> oh, it's not. Oh, well, yeah, that's, I could, I, that's I just, so I could judge you. I just see your your like professional like church minister picture with like the the stained glass in the background, and it's just staring me right now. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> well, you do know, but back in the day, I, I was both of you. Uh, religious education coordinator. So that picture fit really well. But that was just kind of weird that that's it's, still my picture. It's a, good, it's a good pick. No, go with it. Use it. It's great. But anyway, so uh, <laughs> <laughs> my idea is this. And my thinking is this. So one of the – a professional wrestling term, a term that you'd use to describe like a big fan favorite wrestler, someone that like is beloved by the fans would be – uh, that, that to say that they're over, um, you want to be over in the wrestling business because it means that a lot of people care about you and following your matches and your career, and you get the biggest cheers, and uh, you know you sell a lot of merchandise, the whole deal. So I thought, in the spirit of WrestleMania, and um, for our intense purposes in uh, the Untitled Catholic Podcast, we could rank the top five most over Catholic figures in history. So, and just to clarify that over meaning like beloved, they're beloved fan favorite. Yeah. Fan favorite. But now, now can they still be active in their ministries? Yes, they could, which means that could change. Um, you know, things could change about um, how people perceive them and how people feel about them. Um, so it's not necessarily the best. It's not necessarily um, our personal favorites, but it's just who do we think, you know, if you polled Catholics worldwide for um, their favorite Catholic figures or the Catholic figures that mean the most to them, who would, um, who would you know, fall into that top five? All right. I like it. Now, I want to hear Father Sean's obviously not with us. So right. should we start out with, do we go Father Sean's list one to five or five, four, three, two, one, and then we yeah. give our... I think we could do that. I think Father Sean... He's not here, we so we up. can do anything with his list we care about. Yeah. He's not... Say that again. I said he's not here, and our videos don't work, so we could just judge away. Absolutely, uh, and, as and Jesus would, right? Absolutely, we can make tons of faces at each other and everything. So, so I'm, <laughs> I, I'm pulling up. I'm pulling up Father Sean's list right now. So we'll start right. with his. But number five. All right, it's it's a really good list. I will say that, like Father Sean, um, if you're listening. That's weird because you should just be on here with us. But um, if you're listening, <laughs> <laughs> if you're listening after the fact, I will say this is a fantastic list. So, 
Number five, he's got St. Patrick, which is a, uh, you know, I mean, he's got a holiday that's celebrated by people who don't even consider themselves to be religious. So that's, that's yeah. pretty fair. He's got St. Pio, a.k.a. Padre Pio, who's very, very over in, in many Catholic oh, circles. Nice. He's a big deal in a lot of Catholic circles. He's got St. Anthony, who I know was one of the first ones that came to mind when I brought this up to him um, because of the whole yeah. um, finding your, your lost stuff. He's got number two as uh, St. Francis, and I'm guessing that's St. Francis of Assisi. No disrespect to DeSales yeah. or Xavier, but I'm, I'm going to take a, take a pretty strong stance that I'm guessing it's St. Francis of Assisi. And number one, this is a, this is a controversial uh, based on our discussion prior, uh, Justin. He's got Mary, the mother of God, number one. Yeah. I like that. That is it's unfair to the rest of Catholic figures to put Mary number one on your list. Yeah. Because it's yeah. obvious it, that it's, all, all those people are on the list because of Mary. That's that's true. And and many and and I would dare say almost all these people that we're gonna list would uh would you know point to Mary as, you know, kind of their fan fave. So she's like the fan fave of fan faves. Yeah, she, it's it's a given. That's not that's not fair. Yeah. I so mean, Father Sean, if if you're if you're listening and you can't defend yourself, we are eliminating Mary from our lists. And 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 let, let's let's ask him. Father Sean, if you disagree, say something. Okay, I think that's settled then. Well, that's settled then. Yeah, <laughs> that's settled. Good. All right, now our list. Let's go. You, go I'll, you start with. Okay, I'm gonna. Oh, you, we'll you, just you do. Go I'll go forward? five. You say your back and forth. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So this, my number five was um, one, but I said if you polled Catholics, he's still in his prime. That Mark be on the list <laughs> it just completely cut out when you said that oh no okay well <laughs> now that the suspense is killing everyone yes i said <laughs> i said my list starts with and it's it's funny and I, I don't know how serious i am about it but number five for me is mark Wahlberg. You know what? I'm. I actually his his name actually crossed my mind a couple times. <laughs> he's not. He's not on my list. What are the biggest movie stars out there? And he's very blatantly Catholic. He is. He is. He very talk, talks openly about about going to mass and everything. Um, I have one on my list that's similar, um, in the sense that it's it's somebody who's more of a celebrity or more of you know, known for other things other than just happens to be a, a devout Catholic. Um, and I have my reservations about him. So we could talk about that too. Um, but, um, but yeah, good choice. What number I mean, is that person? Number four. Mm -hmm. So, so let me give you my, okay. five. my five. And honestly, I could switch around a lot of my numbers, but uh, this is how it came out when I did it. So number five for me, I put blessed Pier Giorgio Frasati. Um, Ooh. who is probably not known by the average Catholic, but by like diehard devout Catholics is like a big deal. I mean, there's groups named after him, prayer services named after him. So 
Um, and and maybe that maybe his star is fading a little bit lately uh, because it's kind of the hipster thing to do to be into uh, Pierre Giorgio, but um, but at the same time he's on the way to sainthood. So now can I this this kind of changes things a little bit, but sure I have Pierre Pierre Giorgio Frassati on my list as well. Really? That no, that's fine. And I, he, I, would, I would think there's going to be some he, crossover. He is he is higher up for me. Okay. But okay. I'm I'm also the resonant hipster of this podcast. So I guess that makes sense. That does make sense. And and I'm and I'm a wannabe hipster, so it makes sense. <laughs> that it'd be a little lower for me. <laughs> All right. So number 4. Yeah, this this is fun. Number 4 for me, I had similar to Father Sean, I had Padre Pio as well. Okay. So we my my dad is very devoted to Padre Pio. He has a lot of different stories regarding Padre Pio and healing. And uh, there's a, a church on Seaford, Long Island, kind of near where we're from, that there was kind of a miracle that happened. And his, his statue, although there isn't necessarily supposed to be water. Um, so it kind of like all these crazy miracle type stories padre pia have been brought into our home uh so i think that's why both father sean and i have him on our list yeah you you get no argument for me on that padre pio is the man i love his story and um all the stories of of his life and his miracles so he's not on my list um and uh but he he very well could be so i'll say that so um number four for me um again this is kind of a little along the lines of, of Mark Wahlberg being a celebrity, but a little further back in time. And I have J.R.R. Tolkien, the r- author of The Lord of the Rings. And Interesting. Uh, yeah. And you know what? I'm not even sure that he belongs up there, but I just thought, you know what? A lot of people like Tolkien, even non-Catholics um, and uh, non-Christians appreciate what Tolkien did. Um you know he's a he's he's kind of a big deal, so I, I wanted to put him on the list and at least put him in the conversation if he doesn't even if he doesn't make the final cut. I li- I like that. That's really good. Mm. And, and that you could even argue in terms of celebrity status, he would be the biggest name. It's true. It's true. I mean, known worldwide. And when it, yeah, and when it's all said and done, I mean. As much as I like Mark Wahlberg and his movie The Other Guys with Will Ferrell and all all that stuff, his that uh, that stuff's not gonna like break ground or make history. But I mean, probably not. Lord of the Rings is and does, you know. Absolutely. Wait. So so you're saying like you don't think uh, you don't think that that movie where uh, Mark Wahlberg played the uh, guy on the Philadelphia Eagles is gonna hold up against uh, the Hobbit? You know, two hundred years from now. <laughs> I mean, I, I, that, that movie that is movie Invincible. I'm just saying, <laughs> Invincible. <laughs> I couldn't think of the name. So, I, I, I think, I mean, it, it probably in Philadelphia, yes. Yes. But also, uh, I can conclude that no so one in real. Philadelphia could read. So, oh. Good turn. <laughs> Take that, Philadelphia. Oh man, we just we just eliminated a whole we just eliminated a whole city from our fan base. Yeah, whatever. 
<laughs> I, I, I'll die to it. That's fine. So, n- number three, like I said, Pierre Giorgio Frassati. And I think for me, in addition to what you said and in regards to him kind of being like the cool hip, just because you hear stories of how he would evangelize and he would go to like pool halls and places like that and just mm-hmm. kind of talk about the gospels and all that kind of stuff. Uh, I was involved. I in college, I volunteered with a uh, a youth group, the Fursati Youth Group. So mm-hmm. um, I think I was educated with him, and uh, in in college as well, just kind of in the Newman Club. There was he was always an example, and working with uh, Father Brian, in uh, he he really liked Pierre Giorgio Fursati, and uh, just a bunch of other priests that I'm have brought him up. So that's why he's on my list. Absolutely. He's a, he's a saint. Um, well, God willing one day a saint, but, um, you know, lowercase S saint that I, uh, that I bring up with young people all the time. I love to introduce young people to, um, blessed Pier Giorgio, just because I think his story is so, he's such a regular dude. And, um, really, I think a lot of kids can relate to that more than they can to a lot of other saints. Um, Although you know all the saints were, were human, they they seem so um, superhuman in a lot of ways, and so different from the lifestyle that kids are living these days. Whereas Pier Giorgio, you know, played soccer and skied and um, you know smoked a pipe and and just did regular things. And and now young Catholics are wearing the same kind of hats and stuff like that. Not necessarily <laughs> for him, just because they think they're cool. Exactly. <laughs> I was just on Steubenville's campus and I saw a lot of that kind of stuff. So I was like, Oh, this is what the kids are doing these days. The Pierre Giorgio uh, cult. I like it. That's right. <laughs> All right. Um, number, three. For, number three for me. Um, yeah. Because was Pierre Giorgio your third? Yeah. Number. Oh. Yeah. So my three is Maximilian Colby, St. Maximilian Colby, because I can't, yes. I, I can't imagine anyone not, like appreciating his story um you know no matter where you fall on the uh, spectrum um like his story is just it's it's jesus's story it's dying for for so that someone else might live and uh i think anybody can appreciate that that's a good one that's a really good one um all right go ahead moving on i, I move it on we have two left and i bet both of ours are we're at least gonna share i'm gonna even i'm gonna predict knowing that the next two we have the same okay my number two is mother Teresa. oh that is that is too funny okay um not my number two but my number one actually is mother Teresa. Oh, okay. And, so, spoil, spoil <laughs> and, all right. I, now, I I bet my number one is your number two. Then probably, which is which is pretty cool. Okay. Well, we can have a good conversation about that. Exactly. So, it just it, obviously in terms of so, Mother Teresa. Um, oh, it's, it's, go ahead. What? Well, I was I was going to share my number two, but th- go on. So let's talk about Mother Teresa because. We're in I was going to say, I think there. both my number one and number two, and not to spoil uh, who number one is, I'm not going to say it, but it was both both people that were alive 
both have had extensive media coverage, uh, a lot of a lot of writings. Mm-hmm. Um, just obviously a great example, and just great quotes, and just kind of a an inspiration of how she lived her life and served the poor. Uh, I I just think that Mother Mother Teresa is a, a great example, obviously, but it's also kind of cool to say like around uh, yeah. when she was alive and uh, and all that. So absolutely, yeah. I mean again like even more so much more so than even maximilian colby like for me mother Teresa, the reason why she was number one for me is because like i just cannot imagine someone who you know with someone yeah you'd you'd have to be like ingenuine to to say that you know say a bad thing about mother Teresa. like nobody nobody's gonna say yeah. no matter where you fall in the church progressive, liberal, conservative, traditional, whatever term you want to throw out there and wherever and all the people in between, like everybody appreciates what Mother Teresa was and who she who she was and what she did. And everybody on both sides of the spectrum, like she's a hero to them. She's she's beloved, I think, worldwide. Um, She is her name is mentioned, you know, outside of Catholic Christian circles all the time. I mean, I mean, people say, you know, you, you know, you hear the phrase like, "Well, I'm not Mother Teresa," meaning like, you know, I'm not the, I'm not a perfect person, or I'm not, you know, close to it. Yeah. Um. So that's why she, for me, uh, was was number one. She's she really is the Universal Church right there. A great example of the Church Universal. And I, I feel like, too, in my experience, a lot of non-Catholic people, um. Like wouldn't necessarily know a Padre Pio or a Pier Giorgio, but yes. they all know and love Mother Teresa. Yeah, they may not even know that she's you Catholic, know, it, but they know the, the the name. They know the yeah. Person. They know the name. They per- and they just know some of her work. You know, so yes, I agree. Um, and the fav- favorite quote is to do to do small things with a great amount of love. Yes, I love that. And like most quotes, we're not even sure that they it's actually truly attributed to them, but we'll we'll, we'll go with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, don't you, did, All right. you ever find that like when you when you look up a quote and you use it and then you find out like she may not have actually said it or he may not have actually said it, but yeah. but hey, it, it works. It does. She prob she probably thought it at least. That's right. It, yeah. <laughs> Now, who who is your number two? So my number two um, is the same as Father Sean's number two. It's St. Francis of Assisi. Um, Again, because I think um, he's somebody that, I mean, any any Catholic, no matter what their, you know, little idiosyncrasies are and, you know, they they appreciate St. Francis and, and what he did for the church and, and how he's still moving the world today and with the religious order still very much going strong and in all over the world, St. Francis of Assisi. Okay, that's a good one, but I did not think... I know where you're going. In. You know, know where I'm going, though. I know exactly where you're going, yep. So, which is why my number one is John Paul II. Yep. I, I, that's why I had a feeling you were going there. Go ahead. And it's just for for it was kind of it's kind of like when you think of just a dynamic personality who is just 
excite people, unite them, uh, worked with the youth, just ev everything about his personality. Uh, I, I just think if, if you asked, at least asked people in their 20s, I would say. Yeah. They're uh, Catholic people in their 20s. I, John Paul II gets the most votes. Uh, yeah, 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 you're probably right about that. Um, or Mother, or, or Mother Teresa. I think we we have ones that are both. Very... Yeah, I mean, I didn't put I didn't put John Paul II on my list, obviously, and it wasn't because I don't love the guy, and it's not because I don't think he would be pretty popular. Actually, I kind of did it on purpose to just throw some other names out there. Um, but I will say this: there are some people, and you know. It's it's their problem, but <laughs> there are some people who I you know to to sound smarter, um, you know, just to be that guy, you know, would say you know they they didn't, um, you know, John Paul II's not not their favorite, or you know they didn't they didn't see eye to eye with uh, John Paul II on a lot of things, which is crazy. But I think that's just the reality. There are there are people out there who um, don't hold them in as high regard as as so many of us do. Does that make sense? Those, those are the people that, yeah, oh, I know. And I know exactly those kind of people that you're talking about. Yeah, like, and I almost just want to be like, okay, but if you're not trying to be real cool about this and you're just being honest, they would probably be like, oh, yeah, he was awesome, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> They're too busy at the Latin mass, though. Right, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and then and we know, we know you're right. number one. Yeah, for the record, <laughs> nothing wrong with Latin mass, but <laughs> oh man, we're just we're just finding all ways, all kinds of ways to divorce some of our audience from us right now. I, I know. So... <laughs> <laughs> nothing against the Latin mass. Every, everything against Philadelphia, though. I, everything. I multiple... You know what? We're Second. we're in baseball season about to start. Forget the Phillies. Man. Forget the Phillies. We don't. We don't. They're gonna stink anyway this year. Let's go Mets. That's right. Uh, trust the process. Trust the process. It's <laughs> Alderson for president, twenty twenty. <laughs> um. So um, we got we got a good another uh, good few lists right there. That's yeah. That's that's solid. A, a good discussion too. Um. So it's probably easiest to start is, with number we, one, right? What's that? Like, if we're going to compile these and make our own, like, top three or top five, it's probably easiest to start with number one, right? Yeah. I think if we combine our lists, well, we both had Mother Teresa. We both had Pierre Giorgio. Yeah. So they're on the – they represent – think, I think I think you got to put St. Francis there because he was on both your – um both mine and father sean's yeah you you and father sean uh and i, I have no problem putting jp2 on there somewhere too second what's that i have no problem putting john paul ii on as i said i i had considered him for mine but um yeah but i just i wanted to be a little creative and come up with some other names so, so um and then who rounds out the top five? I I, I think it's a, it would be between Saint Anthony and Maximilian Colby. Uh, or oh no, actually, Pio I, too. Same Father Sean, Pio. I had Padre Pio. Yeah, 
You did. You did. And um, fair is fair. Um, yeah, I, I would say the the reason I wouldn't uh, the reason I'd argue against Saint Anthony is just because, aside from the fact that he finds things, do a lot of people even really know much about him? Like if you if you <laughs> ask who is who is Saint Anthony, like I think it's kind of sad that a lot of people just be like, oh, like he's the guy that helps you find stuff, and that's all they would know about him. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like as if, as if his whole life he just walked around finding things for people. Like yeah. Like a, a human lost and found while he walked the earth. Yeah. <laughs> Whose pen is this? Yeah. <laughs> you uh, you found my pen. I've been looking you for that for you. Anthony, you're, you're going to be a saint. <laughs> <laughs> it's sad. Everyone, oh, everyone go do your homework and go read up on Wikipedia about St. Anthony. Because obviously everything yeah. you didn't know was on Wikipedia. <laughs> <laughs> Just, yeah. All the quotes that may or may not have been said by saints are on Wikipedia. Yes, exactly. No, it'd be fun. This this social test and just a fun activity. Whoever's listening to this, give us your top five favorite Catholics. Um, but let's make a twist on it. If I, I would say email us your email us your lists, yeah, and then if if we get any, um, then we could discuss it the next time we're all together. Yeah, we but could we, we could and, and and especially to read some ones that we haven't thought of. I'll tell you, I'll throw one out there that none of us said that kind of pains me a little bit that none of us said it, um, and I actually didn't say it because I thought one of you might say it, and that was uh, Saint Therese, the little flower, Saint Therese. Oh yeah. I mean, if we were going personal, that's a good one. Personal favorite, she would be very high up on the list for me, and I think she is pretty beloved worldwide. But um, I think we got a very good list, nonetheless. So we're t- we're saying top five. We're saying in no particular order: Mother Teresa, John Paul II, Saint Francis, Saint Padre Pio, and Blessed Pio Giorgio. Yeah, is that what we're going with? I think that, that that's what we're saying. That's those are all the ones minus John Paul II that uh, overlapped. Yeah, I I can't imagine that that Father Sean would disagree with that. Father Sean, do you disagree yeah. with you disagree with John Paul II? I didn't think so. I didn't okay. think so either. Okay, good. That's uh, all right. Good good well, job. This this was fun. I think what we could do another another mini episode top five is. Favorite active Catholics, meaning like speakers or bishops or uh, okay, or like no, like celebrities. All, or, all the all the dead guys and gals are off the list. They're they're all, they're, they're all the off the list. Okay, I like. I'll that. make another appearance on my list. Who's that? Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. Uh, in fact, I think Mark Wahlberg will be on every list we ever do. I tell you what. Favorite, favorite Mar- places, favorite <laughs> pilgrimages, Mark Wahlberg. Yes, Mark Wahlberg's house is going to be a pilgrimage. <laughs> <laughs> well, or, or best uh, food chains owned by famous Catholics. Mark Wahlberg might be the only one on that list, but number one. The, the only one. Come to think of it. Yeah. Have you is ever it, had a Wahlberger? I've never had a Wahlberger. Is it, is it all the rage? I have never 
Oh, you haven't either. Okay. Isn't the Domino's guy Catholic? Yeah. I, actually, I think he went to Shamanad. Really? Wow. The more you know. I think he did. I might have just lied, but I'm pretty sure he went to Shamanad. See, now now if, if anyone listens to this podcast, there's a chance they know more about the Domino's guy than St. Anthony. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> Especially if there's any Shamanad students listening. They yeah. definitely know. I'll tell you one thing. He either, either, either did or he didn't do okay. Shamanad. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to find out and then our, our next episode uh, I need to see if Owner, um, sorry, you just sounded like a robot or like a monster or something. <laughs> you went. Can you hear me? I can hear you now. Yeah, you were like like a monster in a wind tunnel for that last like comment. Well, it wasn't of anything of importance. I just googled face. Tom Moynihan. No, he definitely didn't go to Chaminade. Okay. Wow. Because he's from from Ypsilanti. I don't know if Michigan. Oh, not close to Long Island. No, I don't know why I thought that. Maybe he came to our school once. We should do a a podcast top five favorite Chaminade alumni. Okay. Um, I can't, I can't name anyone. <laughs> Never mind then. Maybe that'll be the mini episode that you and Father Sean do without me. But, but well, hopefully we all get together soon. It's uh, I hope so. The mini I've, episodes are great, but it's better to have the three of us at the same time. And uh, I'm itching to tell the story of why we missed the last episode. I'm itch- itching to hear it. So. That's right. You you only got text messages and like a brief phone call. Well, I'll be seeing Father Sean tomorrow, so we'll uh, hopefully come up with some some dates for the next one, and hopefully within within two weeks we'll be back to uh, recording our normal scheduled program. That's right. But well, this was this, fun. This has been fun. Yeah, this was a success. Well, well done, and to uh, everyone that has listened. Email your list to us at untitledcatholicpodcast at gmail.com or not. You don't have to email us. It's fine, but they could tweet it the, too. The less we people that email us, we do have the Untitled Catholic Podcast Twitter too. Oh, there's the Twitter. That's the you could, what is that at Untitled Catholic Podcast? Um, you think I should would know this, right? But I'm not. I'm not in control of that. <laughs> Father Sean is the uh, operator of it. Um, I'm going to look it up for you right now because it's important we should start giving out this information when we do this show that's um, right or un- untitled catholic podcast on facebook you could post on our wall your lists or um i don't know i i haven't been on social media all of lent so i don't i don't know what's going on in the dark world of facebook uh, look at you speaking of hipster stuff to do no. <laughs> what do you mean <laughs> hipster stuff <laughs> It's kind of the hipster Lent thing. Give up social media for Lent. Hey, but it's but well, I, you know what? It's it's good. I took a I took a, a social media hiatus in the fall, and it was it was like cathartic. So yeah, I do. I I will go back though. So the untitled. I haven't been. Cha- I haven't been. 
Oh, so go ahead. Untitled Catholic Pod. It's it's at Untitled Calf. U N at U N T I T L E D C A T H. And I'm going to get on Father Sean's case to to post something, um, maybe even a, uh, a a suggestion that people respond and reply with their top five, um, because there hasn't been a tweet since July 30th of 2014. <laughs> Well, we we again we were being respectful to to the Pope and his visits. Um, Absolutely, but th- those. So I think we're we're able to tweet. Yeah, we we we, we got to start doing that. Even if I have to take a, take the handle away from uh, Father Sean. That's right. Well, folks, look out for that. Nolan, any any less words, suggestions? No, just uh, enjoy the rest of, of Lent. Go hard. And uh, for my fellow wrestling fan who's also Catholic out there and listening to this podcast, happy WrestleMania Sunday. Enjoy the big show on, on Sunday evening. You've been listening to the Untitled Catholic Podcast. See you next time.